my name is Alexis. I'm an alcoholic. Um, I'd first love to thank Frank um, for asking me to come and speak tonight. It's always a privilege to be able to speak on behalf of Alcoholics Anonymous. It was something that was freely given to me, so I feel like it's a privilege to be up here tonight. Um, I want to welcome the newcomers. Um, if this is your first time or second time, go around if you think that this is just an all big misunderstanding. Um, sorry, it's come to this. <laughs> um, I don't mean to be funny, but my uh, Alcoholics Anonymous wasn't really on my to-do list. You know, I didn't come in here on a winning streak. I had a couple pretty bad episodes before I really decided to get on my knees and, and really come to, to this program. And it was always a revolving door in and out for, for a long time, but the old timers always used to tell me that these rooms would continue to be open if I decided to walk this path and walk this journey. And um, one thing I would say, like to say is that um, I, I wouldn't give you the gift of recovery because I genuinely wouldn't rob you of the journey. And someone said that to me and that really stuck with me my whole time throughout this, this process of getting sober. Um, I have a sobriety date of 04-24-2020. Um, I have a fellowship, Saddleback Fellowship, a little bit up the way. Um, and honestly, where to start? You know, I um, for me, I just had a lot of unmanageability. I was in and out of juvenile halls for a long time. Um, I have a very destructive past. It's a lot of outside issues, but really the, the key point to it all is that I was an alcoholic before any of that to be honest with you. My past isn't the reason why I use. Um, I'm just an alcoholic through and through. Once you put alcohol in my body, it's, it's, it's a spiritual void for me. Um, I have this black hole inside of myself. And when I feel alcohol with it, I just feel okay. I feel normal, you know, from my, my, I have drug addiction along with um, alcoholism, but I'm for the purpose of this meeting, I'm going to go ahead and just talk about my alcoholism for a moment. Um, I heard a lot of people, you know, um, for a long time, I thought it was about me, 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 me. And really, I didn't really see who else I was hurting. I, I'm a runner, you know, I, I'm away from my family. I steal, I cheat. Um, I, I, I do the worst things ever, honestly. Um, and again, that continuous in and out, in and out a lot a lot before I really decided to really get clean. And the journey of me getting clean, I don't really like to talk too much about, you know, the nitty gritty in the past. I like to talk really about solution. Um, I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm begging her. I'm like, can we please give it one more shot? Can I just sleep on your couch? And can we try it one more time? You know, because my, I, my mom's a winner and she has three years clean now by the grace of God. And it was just painful, to be honest with you, because she just wanted me to get sober and walk this way of life. And I, I didn't want to do it because my alcoholism was always doing push-ups in the back. And she's like, okay, well, if you're going to come to my house, then you're going to get sober the old school way. You're going to sleep on my couch. You're going to sweat it out. You're going to shake and bake. And you're going to go to meetings every single day. And for me, that was enough because that was the way that I was going to just prove something, you know, it wasn't really for anybody. It was really for myself. And I continued to go to these meetings and I went to the Saddleback Fellowship and then people started coming around me and they started piecing me back together and nursing me back to health. You know, this fellowship really does that for you. It, it's a safe place. 
Um, and every time I came to a meeting, I knew that my name was engraved on the back of the seat and that this was my home. And no matter what, where I was or what state I was in or what city I was going to, I had, I had AA and that was my family and we spoke the same language, you know. I continued this journey, worked my steps. My first step was a little bit difficult because it, it really was about honesty, you know, and the unmanageability of my life. And I was pretty broken when I came into the rooms, to be honest with you, I needed a safe place. And then when I started working my steps two, three, and four, I really started to feel strong again. And I wanted to feel powerful in my skin because with my past outside issues, you know, a lot of it, of my life was taken away. You know, I didn't have power over my body. I didn't have power over speech. I, it, it was very traumatic, you know, and to be built back together and go back to that drawing board and draw out the person that I wanted to be sober, that meant a lot for me. You know, it was like another opportunity. It was another chance at life. And that's what alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous provided for me. You know, um, <clears throat> there's, there's, this, there's a lot of sayings that kind of contradict each other in Alcoholics Anonymous, which I love about it. I love the humor in AA, you know, like, oh, don't get in the relationship, your first, 30 days no one knows if that fucking works you know <laughs> um but i i really love alcoholics anonymous because it's um it's a bunch of broken people and we just help each other and it, it feels good to be here you know um where 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 am i at today okay sorry speaking's a little bit difficult for me sometimes <laughs> um i uh, i'm coming up on two years clean um i do a lot of service work there's a there's a service place that I like to volunteer at. It's called Ashland Home. They're down right now because of the pandemic, but um, I do a lot of volunteer work. I do a lot of outreach programs. I do H&I. Um, when I'm asked to do like a speaking arrangement, I go ahead and do it. Um, my sobriety has become very multifaceted. You know, in the beginning, it was just like meeting makers make it, you know, and I had to go to a meeting every single day and that's still what it is, but now I have a bunch of components that lead up to my sobriety, healthy eating, you know, um, going to school, going to work, being accountable outside, outside of meetings as well as in meetings, you know, um, you just become a different person, you know, when you decide to get sober. And if you're new, it's, it, it could be a little bit overwhelming. You know, but someone told me if you hit the pillow every night sober, then you're winning. You get an A plus and a gold star on your paper for the day. So, you know, that feels good. Okay, let's see. Where am I at? <laughs> I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> um, another thing for the newcomers is that um, if you take the time to really work these steps and you really listen to other people, it might work. You know, but like me, I'm hard-headed. You know, you told me to go left, I go right with an attitude. You know, sooner or later, you're gonna, you're gonna eventually just go left and listen to people and, and walk this way of life. Um, it's a journey. It's a journey, it's forever, you know? What else do I got? I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much it, you know? I, <laughs> I, I feel good about my sobriety and where I'm at in my life. I, the longer I've been in alcohol, it's anonymous the more I want to keep it the same. I don't want to change anything. I don't want to change the text. I just want to be simple, stay sober, help others, clean house. And that's me. Alexa.